Side Home Theater Podcast, a home theater podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Yeah, and uh, this is uh, Takeover Tuesday. Uh, listener comments from the month of February. Uh, been looking forward to sitting down this month. Um, we're going to shorten things up. Uh, we'll get to more of that in a little bit. I'll explain probably a lot of that at the end, but uh, from here on out going forward uh, at least until the till the house project is done. Uh, I'm just going to be doing emails instead of I, I need to I need to find find ways to uh, get some more time uh, for myself here. So I'll just be going through emails for the next few months. Um, and so basically I'm hoping to be in the house by June, hoping. Uh, so that means, you know, March, April, May, June. And then from there on out, let's, you know, hopefully the podcast is taken off, but we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that at the end. Uh, so hope everybody had a great month. Uh, lots going on on my side. As you guys know, uh, lots going on with the podcast. John had to leave, unfortunately, but, uh, leave the podcast, but he's not gone. We talk to him all the time. He's in the chats. So that's a lot of fun. If you want to join us at the live show, uh, John pops in on the chats when he can, cause he's at work now. He has to work basically while we're recording so he's on his phone and watching us on the chat so that's kind of fun um but yeah so hope for hope everybody had a great month in their home theaters uh my month uh in particular was uh limited in the theater the last couple the last few days though uh at the end of the month here had some bad weather so this tuesday's show after you hear this later today, Steve and I, I got to actually watch some movies. Uh, I got some time in my theater. So that, that was fun. But the three weeks leading up to that, uh, very limited. Uh, and it probably will be going forward too. So, uh, keep the comments coming, emails and stuff. I read them, uh, and tell me about your experiences. Cause I'm probably going to be living vicariously through you people for the next few months anyways. Uh, I know I'll get an hour or two here and there in my theater and be able to uh, be able to have some fun. Um, I really am learning, not learning, but really am appreciating my theater more when I get in there. If it, you spend some time away, uh, you really do get to, when you sit down and you're like, wow, it is, it's really nice. <laughs> it's nice to experience a movie like this. Um, when you spend a week away from it or something like that. So uh, I'm trying to get up earlier and, and maybe take a show in every morning. Um, but, you know, duty calls and you got to get going. So, uh, but yeah, so let's get to these emails and then I will get to, uh, we'll, we'll see how we wrap things up. I got, I got a, something in mind here. So uh, we'll start off with this one came in uh, on uh, January 30th after the, uh, after the show. 
after the last takeover Tuesday, I did like this. And it comes from Carl and he says, great show today, Briggs. I listened again during my laps with my morning swim dudes. One of our guys, Tony, asked if I was listening to that DJ podcast again to wind me up. I said, of course. Who else would piss me off enough to keep me pushing to break my own swim records? And he says, hope to see everyone on your Patreon meetings again soon. I've really missed seeing everyone there. Cheers, Carl. Uh, yeah, thanks, Carl. Um, happy to piss you off. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that was great. Um, and it's, I, I love getting messages like that. Uh, people with differing opinions, whether it pisses you off or not. I know he's just kidding, but that's, that's the point. Um, I, most of my good friends are people that, you know, I have pissed off or pissed me off or, you know, you have the differing opinions on stuff, but you come to appreciate the person because they push you to, to see things a different way and understand things in a different way doesn't mean you have to think that way. But, um, I mean, think of everybody. John and I have been doing it since we were kids. Uh, knock down drag outs. Uh, Steve and I, we met on, I mean, our friendship really be, because of Midway, really. And it was, you know, he didn't like it. I liked it. So it's when you have something in common with somebody, that's great. But at the same time, it's that it's that differing opinions. And some of those are the best shows, right? When Steve and I will argue about something or John and I will argue about something. And then Steve was in the middle of it or Evil Dead Rise, anything like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually kind of boring when we all agree. You go, yep, that, that was great. Uh, Yeah, okay next. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, and Carl and I have been going at it for a long time. Uh, when, you know, I'm not telling tales out of school. We talked about it when he was on the show. It's like, he didn't know what a kaleidoscape was and then spent a year telling me that Apple would have something better and cheaper and all of this. And now he has one. Because, you know, we had differing opinions and he looked into it and he saw what I was saying had some validity. Same with this, like, I didn't know what a Lumigen was when I was talking about that before I even had one talking about video processors. Didn't know that. Listened, argued, <laughs> and now he's he's got his own mad VR. So uh differing opinions aren't bad. It's actually a great way to to learn and but take it with a grain of salt and understand it and, and see if there's any validity there. Uh, so thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. Keep, uh, keep, keep the comments coming and I'm happy to piss you off. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next email. This one came in also January 30th. This one comes from G Cornell. He says, you mentioned youth man and others on takeover Tuesday. Those are sent those that are sent product and paid, basically pitchmen doing infomercials. I may watch, but no, it's a sales pitch. And I replied to him. I said, yes, I agree. Uh, but we need that. Uh, if everything was like, like me, then you'd have limited published opinions. Um, I really can't, I, and this is what I said in the email. I really can't stress enough how much I appreciate what they do. It's a more accurate way of getting info on a product compared to just seeing magazine ads and commercials and stuff. But I, th I think there's also a need to, for people like me 
that just talk about what they use. It creates that little bit of a balance there. So I'm not saying, because you, you couldn't possibly do, you couldn't have everybody do what I do. Um, because then we would only know about the product that they liked. Right. But you need people like, you know, Todd does it with AV Nirvana. He reviews gear all the time. Um, Todd and Giles and Youth Man and Shane and all of these people, they're doing, it's hard. It's really hard to do what they do and be as objective as you can be. And the, the pro, like to give it a fair, I know they're being, you know, quote unquote paid to do this, but you want the, it's, you want those people doing that because they're going to give you their, their honest opinions and they are going to get paid to do it. But it's, it's seeing how these people, you know, you, you'll get that opinion and then you get, you, you watch all of them. Right. You go online and you'll see a bunch of other people I'm not even mentioning. Right. Just you'll get a product will flood the market and you see all these opinions here. But then that gives you the ability to then go and look at the product for yourself and see if you see it their way. Right. I'm taking product. My thing is this is what I like. And then I can tell you why I liked it. I can tell you how I made my decision. I can tell you, you know, what the pros and cons were, why I settled, if I had to settle, what, what sacrifices I made. But I, I like to do mine is the experience part. Okay. And that, and part of that experience is watching those people and listening to what I, what do I value out of what they say? And what don't I value out of what they say, right? And we all do that. And that's why you need those people. It's like you can't have them go away. That's for damn sure. Because we don't want to go back to the day of when I just read in magazines about like, oh, I need a Velodyne. That's the best subwoofer. Or I need monster cables. I need a power conditioner. I need, because I saw all these great things in the magazines. And then you see, you read the articles about all these high-end theaters, and then they have those products in them. That's all we knew. Well, now you're getting, you're getting podcasts like, like mine or AV Rant or HT guys, and they'll give you actually information about product and what a product does without even talking about a specific product. Like this is what a a power conditioner does. This is what cables do. This is what, the, you know, but then you watch the people that are reviewing the product and you see all the different opinions that are coming in on their reviews. And it's a more detailed review than just that ad in a magazine or a commercial on TV or any of that. It's so much more. It's a long form commercial. And then I do my takeover Tuesdays. I want to do long form conversations with the manufacturers, with you guys, the listeners, with people. Let's get deeper into it. And I think that entire, like the entire HT universe, we're, we're all better for it, for, for all of it. And because it's just giving us more information, which is more knowledge. 
And we're all going to read it differently. We're all going to look at it and go, well, I value this more than this. I want something that like really looks good at the front of my theater and, but it sounds good too. But I want to hide everything behind false walls. That's me in particular, right? So I don't value that walnut finish like somebody else would, right? So, or the cherry finish or big white speakers like John Brock. And it's so all, I mean, People like things for different reasons, and we all like things for different reasons. And we take all of these opinions from all of these people doing these, yes, paid, you know, sponsorships or paid um, commercials for that. But they, it's, it's hard to do. And it's, I know I can't do it because I, that's not what I want to do. There's plenty of people doing it. I've had, I, I've told you guys many times, I've had offers to do it. I just can't. Right now, I just can't do it because one, I'm in the middle of building a theater and it's, I'm, you know, trying to pick product. I'm trying to come up with ideas. I got to see what my budget is and more on that later. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, we need these people doing these things. And yeah, is it a sales pitch? Yeah, but I think it's a much better sales pitch than what we used to get because they really don't have a stake in the game because they've been paid and now they put it out, right? So they're going to give you their honest opinion. Um, and I know most of them, they're like, if they don't want to talk bad about product. So if they're not talking about a product, that's because it's bad. If they do talk about a product, like say they got a product in and this is pretty much all of them. I don't want to speak for them, but I'm pretty sure every person I've spoken to and that we did it in the 24 hour podcast. I think Shane said it and Michael said it and but it's like if something comes in that's so bad, they've all said like, we just send it back. <laughs> like I'm not, I can't do this to you because I'm going to tear this apart. It's so bad. So they won't do it and they avoid because they don't like to do that. So, um, but they'll tell, they do talk about the limitations of something. They'll talk about, you know, if it didn't shine here, but it really shines here. So they're telling you what the value is and they all do that. And it's, I've been, I've been watching all of them for years because that's where I get my information. That's where I value stuff. And I disagree with them and I'll disagree with different, with listeners. I'll disagree with the people I see, but I take what I value and, and I don't look back. I, I, I like what I get and I enjoy it. And that's why I ended up with NHT speakers for 25 years or whatever. So, um, so yeah, but see there, there we go. Thanks. Thanks G Cornell for that, uh, for that email. Uh, let's see, Steve, uh, Steve Atts come, this email came in, uh, January 31st. Hey, DJ, two, two thirds of the way through this week's Takeover Tuesday podcast. Lots of ranting. Yeah, there was. I, I don't remember what they were. <laughs> it was a month ago. Uh, he goes, the rest I should finish on tomorrow morning's run. But I did want to drop a note saying how much I look forward to the Tuesday live stream. I watch a lot of YouTube with much of it focused on HT and AV related content. And they only show, and the only show I bookmark in the calendar is Brightside Home Theater. Weekly, I will try to see if Steve G will clue in what's now playing in Cinema George. And if I have access to that, I'll try to squeeze it in before the next live stream. Have to say, much like John, the program often adds a lot to the cart or at least to the wish list on Blu-ray.com. Uh, 
He's like, I hope this crummy weather isn't putting the new house hit build behind schedule. I can imagine how bad it is for working outside. One HT experience last week, the Norwegian film, The Wave. Good workout for my system, Atmos with subtitles, but I won't give any spoilers, LOL, regards, Stephen At. And uh, yeah, so let's see. Let's start with, uh, yes, thank you for bookmarking the live stream. Uh, obviously, some stuff has changed. John isn't with us until probably for the next few months. Um, but yes, it, 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 it does add to the carts, uh, myself included. I've, I've bought stuff right online. I've, I bought, um, I don't even know if I said it in the show, but when I was on with uh, Graham a couple weeks ago, I bought all three Muppet movies. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, me and my wife will watch those because I, I saw those in the theater as a kid. And uh, so that that was kind of fun. But yes, it's I, I that's what I love about doing this. It's like we get to experience other things. Uh, wait till you hear this week's show. I bought some stuff. I saw Steve was doing it, so I'm doing it. Um, and we've messed around and I've tried to do, we, we tease out some stuff that's coming on Tuesday, but I also like the idea of it being a mystery so that it makes people tune in and like, oh, let's see what they come up with this week. So Steve will put some stuff out. If I'm really excited, I'll put some stuff out like I did this week. I actually teased out, um, a movie that I'm going to be doing later today. Um, as you're listening to this later today. So it's, it's fun to do that, but it's also fun to not know. And then in the live stream, you, you get surprised like, Oh my God, I haven't seen this. And it, 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 it drives comments and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. The, and as far as that, the Norwegian film, The Wave, I remember when that came out, I remember seeing it and that it was Atmos. And that was, um, it was one of those back when we were searching for movies that had Atmos and I kept trying to get it because he had to import it and I just couldn't, couldn't find it. And now I think it is available. I think it's even available on Kaleidoscape with Atmos if I, if I remember right. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm glad it, uh, it was, it was good. Uh, good workout for the system. I have heard that from other people, but yeah, glad to hear that. So, uh, thanks Steve. Um, let's see, uh, Jordy emailed another long email about the, you know, agreeing with my comments last month about that. Oh, that was one of the rants about spoilers. And basically I won't read Jordy, I won't read the email all over again. This, it's basically the same thing, but it was, he's saying the same thing I said last month. Like there's more than one way to do it. Um, it spoilers mean different things to different people. And then also, like I said last month, the idea of like sometime, like I think one of the ones Jordy mentioned, I forget the movie, but it was like he had never heard of it. But then we kind of spoiled it. So it's kind of a catch 22. We spoiled it a little bit. Not really, but it was like we kind of told him what kind of ending. But at the same time, he didn't know what the movie, he didn't know it existed. So it's a, it's kind of a, you know, it's a win. But at the same time, if, you know, how do we tell you about movies that you didn't know existed without, you know, there's, there's a chance and it's the price kind of that you pay a little bit. So, but it's like, everybody's on the same page. Everybody's having fun. And, you know, sometimes we get overexcited and we literally spoil something. And that's, uh, you know, I, 
I'll apologize for it, but not because I love being excited and I want you guys to be excited. And I've, I know John and I, we did it back on chat and we'd be like, Oh, we get so excited, but we want to talk about it so bad. And it's, it's hard. It's hard. So, but thank you guys to everybody for understanding. Got a lot of comments about that too on Twitter and everything. And we all joke about it. Spoilers, spoilers. And, uh, where is it? Where is my spoiler? Uh, it's in here somewhere. I have it somewhere, right? Nope. It's, uh, nope, not that one. No, I thought I had it in here. I thought I had it as, a, uh, not the Wilhelm, Aaron. Nope. I'm looking at all my sounders. It's, nope, not the crickets. <laughs> um, yeah, where did it go? Oh, well. But anyways, it's in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, we do have a spoiler sounder. Uh, so, all right, let's, uh, move on. Uh, Oh, got the email from Graham. This is a good time for, for me to say this to everybody. Graham had emailed. He says, sign me up. I haven't been very active and just want to hop back in. I've been wanting to do this since you started it. I know you'll be in touch, Graham Cole. And, uh, so that's why he ended up doing a takeover Tuesday this month. Um, really appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Um, thank you to all that have. I, and thank you to everybody that I'm asking to reach out because I, here's where it gets hard. I don't have a lot of time, so I need to wedge it in. Um, when I'm getting home at the end of the day, I'm really kind of tired. Um, again, more on this later. So if you want, if you're really, if you want to be on a takeover Tuesday, please just email me DJ at brightsidehometheater.com and we'll get it scheduled. But I, I have to like, I'll put it in there and, and we'll just get it done. I'm trying to do them at night at around four or five o'clock during the week. Um, excuse me a second. I need to take a sip here. Hmm. My throat's killing me. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's getting harder to schedule them on weekends because I'm pretty much straight out all weekend now because I'm literally working, but, at the end of the day, I get home now probably around 4.30 between the two jobs. And if I can schedule in a takeover Tuesday, I'll do it. Uh, so, like, obviously not Tuesdays. I can't do that. I'm already on with Steve. Um, but Mondays, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or even a Friday. Um, oh, speaking of which, and see, this is how scatterbrained I am. I had this information in last week's show. I forgot to say it. But February 22nd, uh, doing another, uh, Friday after Friday evening chat with Ara, Braden, um, Nick from SVS. And we're going to be talking about all the new speaker lineup. And we even have, I don't have it in front of me here. We even have another, uh, an engineer, I believe it is from SVS coming on and we're just going to be chatting away. We're going to talk a little bit about the speakers, but we're going to talk about the design, how long it took, um, what the, what drove them to do this, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about the specs, but I told Ara and uh, I told Nick, I'm like, you can get that stuff anywhere. I want to meet you guys. So Ara has already shipped out the bourbon. Uh, I have my bourbon. Um, I've been in the email chain. I think everybody's already got their bourbon. So we are just going to kick back, 
relax. We're going to talk about how to design a speaker, what went into it, and and just the guys, like it just how SVS keeps coming up with stuff, how they keep driving forward and where that passion comes from. So really looking forward to that. Um, but yes, that's that'll be, that's Friday. I believe we have it scheduled. Is It's either five or six o'clock on February 22nd. Um, oh, hey, and here's some more information that keeps slipping my mind when I sit down in front of the microphone. We were supposed to be doing it on February 15th, but we had it all scheduled. I had it in my calendar. Um, I had it in my calendar. And then lo and behold, my son and his girlfriend went out to Park City, Utah, went on a ski trip and got engaged and then came home and my wife is scheduling a engagement party for them and they're doing it. We're doing the engagement party on, you guessed it, March 15th. <laughs> so I had to email Ara and Nick and and be like, I am so sorry to do this because it's so, it was so hard for us to come up with a date, but they've been awesome. We just bumped it to the 22nd. So uh, congratulations to Joe and Kayla, my son and future daughter-in-law getting married now. Um, they're engaged. And um, yes, and we will be chatting on the 22nd with SVS and getting into all of that. So mark your calendars because if you don't, you might forget about it or hopefully hopefully you're lucky enough to have an engagement party and you just have to watch it later. So, uh, but yes, all right. Uh, so yes, all the listeners, if you would if you want to get on a takeover Tuesday, let's start booking them. And um, please reach out to me uh, if you've been on the show or you've never been on the show. Uh, trust me, everybody that's been on the show, they're all like, I can't believe how easy it was. I need to talk about that more often now. I keep forgetting that. I forget a lot. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, reach out to me, DJ at brightsidehometheater.com. Uh, let's see, uh, Steve, Steve out again. And this one came in February 4th. After all the talk at the end of the last show, I had to go find this Blu-ray. Uh, oh, and the subject matter here, home theater experience, Armageddon. He's like, I had to go find this Blu-ray. Took some time, but I tracked down a copy and ripped it to Yinaz so I could play it through Plex through my, both my setups in my in my 724 media room, I had the Denon set to upmix this to Oral 3D. Certainly gets the sound placed in spaces beyond just the bass layers. I did set my volume to minus 10.5 dB, which is a little high for me. My Denon shows video is upscaled to 4K 60, 422 color space, 12-bit pixel depth, LG OLED. Yes, it's a little dark. Checking it out in my 512 setup with a 1080p TV picture, not bad, but lots more black crush and picture is darker. Base from the little SB1000 Pro still isn't bad. Audio was up mixed to Neural X 512, and it wasn't all that bad, though cannot compare to having proper heights all around. Yes, it can use more LFE, but at about nine minutes in, when the Chrysler building top hits the ground, the bass shakers are rocking. Of course, this movie could be so much more if it was if it could be remastered. Maybe it needs a 4K 77 type program. Yeah, that would be cool. And that was Steve at again. Uh, yeah, that would be cool because from what we're hearing, it's like they lost the master of this. They lost the film 
version. So it's not even possible, which is really sad. Um, but yeah, it's, it, 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 I mean, it wasn't very, very good. And like, and, and he said, he set his volume to minus 10.5, which was a little high for him, but he said the sound was, you know, he was using Oro 3D in a 724 media room, but he had to boost it to get it, it to sound pretty good. And he goes, it sounded pretty good, you know, sound getting to places just beyond the bass layer. That was nice. But that's the thing. And that it's, I listened to it at my reference level and I'm like, hmm, it's kind of not flat. I mean, it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it, but it's, it's tough compared to anything we have now. So if you boost it, well, yeah, you're going to get a little bit more bass. And when that Christ, but um, I wasn't overly excited about the disc and it was uh, actually pretty disappointing and even more disappointing now. If you think that like we're never getting a remaster of this, that's really disappointing news to me. So, but I'll revisit it again someday, probably with the knowledge I have now boosting it a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, so there we are on that. Uh, Garinder, a couple of emails. He's saying, uh, he's working on his insulation, still putting up, uh, crossing his fingers that he's going to be putting up drywall on that particular weekend. That was February 16th. Um, on the 17th, he emailed and said, sorry to hear that the store will be closing. John's store will be closing down. It must be devastating for John. Wishing him all the best as he goes through this difficult time. Hope to see him back in the podcast soon. It used to be great as the two of you would disagree on something and Steve would be wondering what he should say next. <laughs> LOL. Uh, even if John can't be on there regularly, hopefully he can guest co-host from time to time. Uh, yeah. And yep, yeah, it's absolutely, uh, he's obviously, he's obviously always welcome. Uh, it'd be pretty cool if he just popped in someday too. That would be kind of fun and not even tell us cause he doesn't need any access. I mean, he just has access as, as a co-host, uh, to the app. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's going to be weird. Like I said last week, sitting down with just Steve and knowing that John isn't around. Um, it was tough. It was tough because. John and I started doing this and yes, I started home theater by myself, but I still knew every week I was sitting down with John and, you know, going over, we would talk about at least one movie a week on chat and we'd do comics for an hour. Uh, so it's weird now, but I am talking to him, you know, talking to him more, you know, through the phone, but, uh, and, and text and stuff, but. Um, but yes, it, 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 it was tough for, it is devastating for him. Uh, the store closing, the, the show part is actually small potatoes compared to, to, you know, him having to close what was a lifelong dream of his. So that, that was really hard and that, that made it hard for me too. So, cause I knew what he, I knew how he felt and it, uh, it was really tough and it is really tough. It's, it's not over. He's still going through it, but he's doing well. He's doing, he's, he's getting through it. And, um, like we've said on the show, uh, it was like the next day after, you know, telling us and telling the show, it's like, he's, he's slept better. It's like, job's got to be done now. You know, the hard part was done. Now it's just got to do it and, and get the job done. So, so he, he's pushing through. So thank you. Thank you, uh, Garinder for the kind thoughts on that. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, G. Cornell, I had to save this one. With the, he wrote this on February 20th. With the recent release of a 4K disc, would be interesting to hear you do a podcast comparing it to the 1080p disc, what I own, that has been around for several years. And he's talking about U571 4K disc. And um, go back in the archives, and uh, we did that podcast already. Steve owns the 4K disc. He thinks it's a completely remastered DTS master audio track that he said is amazing. And he, he compared it and he knows like, but the 4K disc looks great. The, the remastered audio, he, it's, it's great. Loves it. So go back. You can find that. I, it's got to be in the show notes on YouTube or any of our shows. Uh, I don't know which one off the top of my head that was. It wasn't long ago. It was in the fall, I believe. Um, and uh, we got this one. This email comes in from uh, Julian. Uh, Oilers versus Bruins tonight. He says, hey, DJ, hope you are well. Greetings from Edmonton. Just watching the hockey game and thought I would reach out and say hello. Hopefully our teams can meet in the playoffs this year like we had previously hoped. All the best to you and the crew. Listen to you soon. Julian Vibe Home Media Vibe Installs. Uh, thanks, Julian. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun game. I think the bees won that game. If I remember right, did they, they win that one in overtime? They're having a tough stretch for themselves right now. The Bruins are. They've they've lost a few in a row, but they've got six games in a row in overtime. So they haven't really lost in regulation in like six or seven games, but they've lost like four games in overtime. So like that's pretty good when your tough stretch is like you haven't flat out lost a game. You just keep going to overtime. Um, ironically, I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday and he's like, have you ever seen this before? And I go, I know this doesn't compare, but my own personal hockey team that my son and I play on are literally going through the same thing. We like, we're like losing in overtime or winning in overtime, like six weeks, seven weeks in a row. I think we do have a, a pretty bad loss in there in the middle. And we were like, ah, oh. and then the next week back to overtime again, here we go. Uh, and we go to shootouts. So, um, but for us, unlike the Bruins from my personal hockey team, that's good news because we're in a really good league. I'm old. I'm playing way over my head because I'm in the league with my son and what, so we're happy. We're going to overtime. We're beating some of these teams. And so that means we're like up and coming. <laughs> we're getting better. So we're happy about that. And the other thing I like about Julian's email here is we are more than just home theater. So, you know, email me about anything else you might have in common with me because that and I'll read them in these shows. That's what's so great about it. It's like if you'd like to go cycling, if you like cars, if you like anything. It doesn't have to be home theater because when people come on the show, like Julian, come on the show and we'll chit chat about hockey um, or whatever, you know, and that that's the idea about the long form conversation where we have, we talk more than just home theater. We talk about whatever you want. That's why it's a takeover Tuesday. So thanks for that, Julian. Little, little break from home theater right here in the home theater show to talk about the Bruins and hockey. Uh, let's see. G Cornell again. Do you think there'll be a season two of Masters of the Air? And he says, I have Band of Brothers and the Pacific on Blu-ray. So plenty of good viewing when I wish to revisit the forties. Um, he also says related. My father enlisted in the, and joined the Army Air Corps later to become the Air Force. Wanted to be a pilot, but didn't have good enough eyesight. Um, 
yes, I do think there'll be a season two. I'm hoping there's a season two. Um, I do think there will be, uh, I, I've seen some review, not so favorable reviews. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've ta- I'm all caught up now. Uh, we will, Steve and I'll talk about it later today. Um, but it's, I, I hope there's a season two. I think it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's, it's a, a good insight to stuff that we haven't seen before done in a creative way. Um, and it's, but I've seen some reviews where people are upset about writing and there's some, so I'm hoping that doesn't, isn't the prevailing thought. I'm hoping that we do get a season two and I do think they will, but, um, and that is it for the emails. So that's 30, I'm at 36 minutes right now. I don't know how long I, I, uh, I, uh, procrastinated before I actually started speaking. It could be a minute, could be two minutes. Uh, so let's, uh, I had a friend of mine tell me last week with everything that's going on, um, I should tell you guys about it and be like, you know, I'm not always positive. <laughs> that's what he, that, that's what he was trying to tell me. He's like, they don't have to know that you're always positive about everything. Um, so Steve knows this. John knows this. A uh, lot of, lot of crap going on. I'll, I'll try to keep the language, uh, at a minimum here, <laughs> but, um, and this isn't a rant. This is reality and the, the house project that is, and which is the home theater project. Very excited about it. Um, but in my, in this project, um, I am way, way over my head. Okay. I am, you know, the, we're way over budget because of some land and land issues that I had to solve. And then of course, um, and I'll just get to it. The bank shorted us money. I don't know if I've ever said that to people, uh, on the show, but very, very highly stressful right now. And I was trying not to bring it to the show and now it's kind of just boiled up to the point that it's it's getting more and more difficult to when i get home i'm exhausted because i am doing multiple i'm doing i am doing my job and now i have to go and do my job to make up for the money that we're short at the same time do the job of the house and like and now when i say go do my job meaning like i really got to hustle um, if I want a piece of new home theater equipment, I just start working harder and save up and get it. Okay. I'm not, I'm lucky enough that I'm able to do this. That's bright side DJ. That's that I, I don't have a fixed income. My income is nothing. And then I go get it. So I, ha- I get it every day I get up. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do anything. I show up. I, I paint bumpers for dealerships and then I go home. But now I have to, to, you know, and that's my drive. And that's, that's what drives me all the time is just like the next piece of equipment or the next thing that my wife and I want to do, the next vacation we want to go on. How do I, and paying for our house, paying for this, paying for retirement, putting money away, doing this. How do I do that? Well, right now I have to do basically two full-time jobs. I have to manage the house, be a, be a contractor on the house 
And then on top of that, go make extra money, not just the money that I would make anyways to pay for our life, extra tens of thousands of dollars extra between now and July. I do not want to give up this show because if I give up this show, I'm afraid I won't, I'll just get so buried in that I won't come back and I get angry, very angry outside of here. Um, my brother-in-law and I are getting angry with each other. We're not bad, but it's very stressful and it's very tough on the family. And my wife sees it and she's like, just take the time off. And I was like, I can't because one, that's the thing. John knows this. That's the thing about me is that I am stubborn to a fault, but that's how I get through crap like this. See, almost said it. Um, that's how I get through this stuff is I just say, I'm, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And I've said that on the show. If somebody tells me I can't do something or somebody tells me that's too hard. Don't do that. It's hold my beer. I'll be back. And then it'll be done. And, um, what was it going to, Oh, when this is all over, I'll look back and go, okay, what's next? And that's me. That's me. Um, I had an analogy. Um, I told my buddy that I was like, and I told my wife this one too. So I did a, uh, half Ironman, um, years and years ago. I was, well, I was 38 and I trained, I didn't know how to swim. I knew how to swim. I shouldn't say it that way. I knew how to stay above water, but I didn't know how to swim long distance. So I took a year and trained and trained and trained, did everything I could do to learn. I, I swam every day. I swam in the winter. I swam indoors. I swam in the ocean. I swam miles and miles and miles, learned how to do that. I knew how to cycle. And I was, and that's why people are like, you should do triathlons. You're a good cyclist. Do this. So I did that. And I trained and I even, I, I, you know, eating right, doing this. And when you train for an event like that, and I'd done other ones, nothing as big. When you train for an event like that, you have to peak at the right time. So you train hard, then you come off a little bit, like two weeks before you start to slow down. And then when you hit the event, you're in in the best possible shape. Your body's healed and ready to be damaged because now you're going to go harder than you've ever gone before. Um, when you train for something like any kind of event, marathons, any endurance things, you typically train for half of the event. That's how you train. You, you, you basically run half the event. And then on race day, you would do your adrenaline will take you the rest, take you to the full event and your times will be better than whatever you trained for. And I've done this before and I train and then a hurricane hit. A hurricane hits and they had to postpone for two weeks. So now I can't go train harder because I won't have time to recover. So I had to kind of maintain. So my training goes down, which was fine. I wasn't trying to win this thing. I just wanted to finish this thing. Very similar to what I'm doing right now. I don't want to win this house. I don't want to have the best anything in this house. I just want to finish it, right? Got delayed. Then my wife and it, we, I think it was a Saturday. I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday or a Sunday morning. 
We had a drive down. It was in Narragansett, Rhode Island. My son had a hockey game that day and my wife had it. So we had to go down there. They were going to see me off. So we're standing on the beach waiting for me to hit the water. And I think it's like a 1.1 mile swim down the, down the shore. If I remember right. Um, I think it's 1.1 or 1.2 mile swim down the shore. Well, there had been a hurricane two weeks earlier come through and the surf was too high. I think the hurricane actually came after the schedule. So it was like in the middle, but when they're coming, when a hurricane's coming in, the surf is too high and that's why they canceled it. And now here we are ready to go into the water and the surf is crazy high, crazy high waves. And they, I was in the heat right behind the pros and the pros are standing in front of me. We're all in our wetsuits and ready to go. And you're ready to, for them to just go, go. And then they, they run in and I'm standing there with my wife and kids and the pros were looking at each other like, so what do we do here? Do we go over? Do we try to jump over the wave or do we drive into the wave and swim underwater until it settles a little bit? We've never done anything like this. The pros were scared. And I'm like, now I've swam in the ocean. I've done a lot of swim in the ocean just to train for this moment. I was, to say scared is an understatement. My wife and kids are standing there and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, I'm dad. So I can't, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're just going to swim, blah, blah, blah. And I've, I've told my wife this. I've, well, when they got older, I told my kids, I didn't want to tell them when they were younger, but I was like, if you guys weren't there, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind, I would have run away. I would have hidden. I would have been like, no, this is too much. These guys don't know what to do. I can't do this. I, there's no way. I'm not going to die for, <laughs> to do a triathlon, right? So I'm standing there with my kids and I'm like, all right, you go have a good game. And I'm like, and then my heat goes on. Like, they're like, go. And I'm like, I got to go. And they're watching. So I got to go. Here I go. And I might never see my kids again. Here I go. That's what I thought. Boom. Hit the water. Did my thing. There was a guy I was swim like in the mile long swim. Somebody panicked, pounded over me, cut the side of my head, broke my goggles. I had a bruise at the end of all this because he got scared and he was in my heat. But he decided instead of swimming along the beach, he was like, that's it. I'm going back to shore. And he went right over me and he swam hard because his punches came down on top of my head. But my point is that all of that was like, I was scared. I did it. And it's like at the end of it and and people have been asking me, are you going to do a full Ironman? Like, no, did it. No, you did a half of one. Yeah, I did it. I did it in like, Less than half the time, it well, to qualify, to finish an Ironman, you have to do it in like 14 hours or 17 hours or something like that. Otherwise, it doesn't count as finishing. I finished my half Ironman in like just over five hours. For me as a novice, I'm like, I'm good. Because that means even if I doubled that at 10, maybe take 12 hours and I know I can do it. So I'm like, I have no need to do that but I have the knowledge and I am never afraid of water anymore. I am not afraid of the ocean. It's like, we talk about going on a cruise. I go, if it goes down, I'm like, I'll swim. <laughs> I'll just keep swimming. I, the people I'm with won't know how, but I know now, like I get in the water, I could swim for two, four, five miles, whatever you want, whatever the distance is, tell me where to go. It's like walking to me now. 
because I have that confidence. I've been through it. But I also go into these things with like uh, the idea of like, I'll figure it out. That's what I'm doing with the house. That's what I did then. I didn't know how to swim. I didn't know how to swim correctly in a race, right? I didn't know how to swim long distance. I'll figure it out as I go. And you end up in stressful situations. I put myself in these situations. This house, I put myself in this situation and I love it. And I said to my wife, I go, when this is all done, I'll probably be building houses for people (laughs) because I'll be like, been there, done that. Everything has gone not wrong. It's like, I'm still very lucky. I'm in a good position right now. I'm very lucky that I'm in this house. A lot of people can't do what we're doing. Like my son is living here. I don't have to sell this place. My parents don't have to sell their place yet. Uh, that is on the table. could be coming up on the table though. Um, before they move in, you know, a lot of people, you can't do these. You got to move out and look at what John Brock's story was when for him to get his theater. When mine is done, it's going to be nothing compared to what John went through between California, then Texas and a house fire and blah, blah, blah. All of these things, you never know what can happen. So all of this is to say that things are so crazy right now. The theater is so far off the table in the new house. It is going to get done. Before I sat down here with you guys to record this, my wife and I were talking budget. We're talking house. We're talking plans. I got to go do some more designing for tomorrow morning. We got to, you know, I got to get things ready. So, um, but we both, she knows, like, I can't wait to get to that part, but I got to, we don't have the money. I have to, and that's going to come after my parents sell their house. All, you know, nothing. It's like, I have to put 100% focus onto this house so that I can get that done, get us in there, get my parents sold so that I can recoup some of that money from them selling their house. So like, I'm literally going to be like in June when I move in because of the budget going haywire, when we move in, I'm not going to have a theater. And it's like, you know, I, I've, I'll be like, maybe I'll come over here and watch a movie or something, but I'm not stopping the show because I think that's part of the experience. And this, like the, the trials and tribulations, like what John went through with hit John Brock went through with his theater and stuff. And then, and then, but at the same time, when my parents sell their house, hopefully they, we get enough money for it to recoup. And then maybe I can, budget in now I can start shopping again and looking at what I want. I mean, I know what I want to get and what I'm going, I have a few items, but now what am I going to do? Where are my theater chairs coming from? Where is this stuff coming from? How am I paying for it? And maybe I have couches for a little while. I don't know. It's like, you got to do what you got to do. Right. And I think that's part of the experience because, and this is what convinced me to to do this little, you know, talk to you guys about this, um, was my buddy was like, they got to understand that not everything is perfect. And it's like, if you do bright side all the time, your credibility, I'm like, yes, but I know, but I've always said like, not everything is perfect. It's you're right. But at the same time, and this is where I think sometimes people, especially new people in home theater, they see the end game. I was just talking 
to a kid yesterday um, about getting into home theater. He's 21 years old. He's never seen a home theater. He lives in my town. He's going to be coming over someday soon to watch Oppenheimer. And he's like, I don't think I've ever even seen a home theater. I'm like, oh boy. So, but that can be daunting. I've had those conversations with, with listeners about, you know, working on their theaters. And it's like, oh, there's just so much to do. So you get like analysis paralysis and you just don't do anything because you're afraid that like, oh, where do I start? It's, it's going to take forever. Well, what, however long it takes, it doesn't start. The clock doesn't start ticking until you start doing. And that's why, like my last theater, I built in under six weeks in that room, in this house, in this new theater. We'll see. And I think that's what's going to be fun. It's not going to be part of the process of building the house now. Now it's going to be, here we go. I have the budget. I got the money. I can get the lumber. I can order these pieces. Boom, 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 boom. How fast can I do it? What can I do? Does it come out perfect? Is it wrong? Is this, that, and the other thing? But nothing is perfect. And that's the idea. And who? maybe I don't even get to do it for a little while. Who knows? Maybe the budget goes even more worse. I don't know. But these are all reality things to home theater that I think is very valuable to maybe not to people that already have a dedicated theater and you want to hear me talk about scenes, which I will. But at the same time, we have a lot of people that are building theaters, adding theaters or adding to their theater or wondering like, oh, should I build a dedicated room? How hard is it? Well, we're going to know. And I'm going to, I'll tell you all about it week after week. And, you know, there may be some angry times and there may be some like, hey, look, I, you know, I've got a scratch ticket for 500 bucks. I can buy some speaker cable. Woohoo. <laughs> I don't gamble. My wife likes to buy tickets every now and then. Um, I spent my enough of my money on home theater and other hobbies. I can't be wasting it on gambling. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where we're standing. And it's, it, and like I said, it is very frustrating and it is, it's very, it's frustrating because it's very stressful because I'm trying to juggle so many things and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to put a ball down. It's like, you got to keep all these balls going in the air and I, it's, and I will. And, and, and hopefully it points out to everybody listening and watching week after week that, you know what, you're pro you're, you're probably going, that's the other thing. It's like, I'm never, I, I was raised that somebody always has it better than you and somebody always has it worse. And to talk about your negatives as people go, you think that's bad? Look at what I'm going through. And I already pointed out what John Brock went through is worse than what I'm going through. And I know I'm like, I am very fortunate to be going through what I'm going through to be, to have the ability to do it this way. And, and there's some, this, this path is, is paved in a way that it actually is far less stressful than a lot of people go through. I get that. But your reality is your reality. And what's stressful to me right now, and this is stressful to me. And if it's, if it's lesser, if you've gone through worse, I, I can totally appreciate that. But at the same time, if you're going through, if, if you're doing a theater and it's going, you're like, Hey, 
be thankful that it isn't as bad or whatever the case, you know? So, um, but I appreciate everybody's understanding. Um, and this will get back to, I guarantee this will get back to a full fledged sight sounds and scenes someday. And when it does, it's going to be my plans for my podcast studio, my plans for my theater, my entertainment area. Um, my wife's on board. She can't wait for it. Um, it's, it's going to be, I think, like I said, I think it's going to be a destination. I really do. I want people, I want to have a podcast studio where people want to come by, record a show, watch a movie, um, and we're going to have fun with it. And it's like, that's my, my long-term plans. And that has nothing to do with, you know, just, and that's just all me. It's just what I want to do. And like I said, oh, a while ago on the show, like an Airbnb, um, not, I don't know if I'll do that. I'm going more podcast wise. So I think it's, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I've got some ideas on, uh, some memorabilia outside the theater for people, um, to remember people that visit and, and donors for Patreon. I'm going to have, yeah, all, all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, and uh, I think it, I, I think it's going to be a fun ride, but I think it's going to be a hectic ride. But like anything, it's, you know, if it was easy, everybody'd do it. Uh, and, you know, at the end of it, you look back and go, all right, what's next? Because we're always looking to upgrade. So uh, we'll leave it there. But uh, thank you to everybody for everything, every week, um, all the support. Like I said, the emails like Julian will let's talk hockey or like email me DJ brightside home theater.com and whatever email questions, comments, uh, experiences that you've had, you know, put them in an email, send them to me or come on the show. Like I said, and, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't, I can't say I don't need the money now. <laughs> I do need the money. It would be greatly appreciated to be a Patreon supporter or, uh, because I, it would help pay for the show. I'm actually, I have never touched my Patreon money. I'm going to start because I got to start paying for stuff. So budget money's going to come from somewhere. So, but if you don't support the show in another way, cause if you, if you support the show by just spreading the word, maybe that person is, rich <laughs> and they want to donate so all the support is greatly appreciated really appreciate that but yeah you can go all the links are in the show notes patreon is there go to the website brightsidehometheater.com and uh steve and i'll be here every week uh if you're listening to me now maybe you'll be here one week so let's get it let's get it going let's have some fun um schedule a time with me to help me take my mind off the trials and tribulations um but until then you guys all know what you got to do. Go push play. What he said. That's right. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.